0: not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Come on, glory to God in the highest this morning. Can we give him the most praise? He's worthy of glory and honor. Come on, give him your best for a minute. Glory to you, God. Glory to you in the highest this morning, God. Lord, we give you all the glory and praise and honor, Lord. What a great gift, Lord. I thank you for giving good gifts this year. I know, Lord, it might not have seemed like every gift we've seen or opened up has been good in 2020. But, God, you give good gifts. And so we give you glory and honor and praise that every good and perfect gift comes down from you from above. We thank you for peace on earth and goodwill towards men today. We thank you for a Christmas season where we believe that you still give good gifts in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give God glory one more time what is up transformation church welcome to christmas at transformation give our online campus a what's up we love you we miss you welcome to christmas at transformation and again if you're a guest here it is an honor to have you here today we love you so much thanks for checking us out today real quick tell three people as you grab your seat 2020 gets gooder 2020 gets gooder if you're online type it in it gets gooder It's an amazing season to, to be worshiping God and to be in the house of God, and I'm so excited about Christmas and just everything God's going to do in my life and in your life and the things I've see, I see Him already doing. And uh, I just want to just think about this year for a minute, and I know many of you maybe. It hasn't seemed like there's been great gifts inside of 2020. There's a lot of things that we've been through, a lot of things we've walked through. And I don't know where you are today, but I know that the Bible says God gives good gifts. And I think Jesus is the best gift and he's a good gift. And I I, I just want us to focus in on him today. I'm going to look in in Luke chapter 2, the birth of Christ and the announcement that you just heard from the angels. We're going to look at a a small phrase in that. And then we're going to look at some prophetic words 700 years earlier in Isaiah that we've been looking at. And and in Luke chapter 2, verse 12, it simply says, this that and this will be a sign to you that you'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger you'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger my theme or thought today is very simple rip through the wrapping rip through the wrapping let's pray real quick father thank you for this season thank you for for 2020 it's been a gift to us lord we're we're more merciful we're we're more prayerful We're more more humble. Lord, we're we're more thankful. Lord, thank you for all the gifts that maybe didn't seem good. We thank you that, that Jesus, you're the ultimate gift. Holy Spirit, help us rip through everything we need to rip through today to see Jesus. We give you glory and honor so we can know you more, Jesus. Help us by your power, Holy Spirit. Let us know Jesus so we can know the Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Rip through the wrapping. When it comes to wrapping gifts, how many of you are meticulous wrappers that you take time? Come on, by show of hands, you take time, you do the frills, you take the scissors, you pull the, you pull the ribbon and, and all the bows and all that. Anybody, by show of hands, you're meticulous in it. Okay, when it, who, who, who I, where are my paper bag wrappers? Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm a brown paper bag wrapper right here. I already spent enough time trying to find you the gift. I don't have time to, to try to wrap it up nice. I'm putting it in the plastic bag and put it under the tree. And, and so when it comes to, to opening gifts how many of you are unwrappers come on unwrap you take time you unwrap it you fold it you say you go through the tape carefully come on show don't be embarrassed come on who's you save the wrapping come on we know you got wrinkled wrapping we know who you are like eight-year-old wrapping look at somebody and say no shame in wrinkled wrapping right and then and then how many of you are wrapping rippers you just rip right into it come on yeah Woo. That's me. Like, there's no time. Your parents are like, read the card first. I ain't reading the card. <laughs> I'm ripping to the gift. I want to get inside of this thing. So you're you're rapping rippers. How many of you are, are tricky rappers? Come on, you like to you like to wrap it in a big giant box and give a little small gift. Yep. You like to see their face like go crazy, their emotional roller coaster as they're not sure what they get. You know what I'm saying? They ask for like Nikes and you put it in a in a George Foreman grill box. They're like seven. They're opening up. They're like, this is not, what is this? this is not." I love. I'm trying, they're trying to decide if you care for them, if you love them, if you should be arrested as a parent. You ask for an iPhone, they put it in a calculator box. Come on, you know, they open it up. They're like, Texas Instruments. <laughs> I can do integers now. I hate you, mom. Yeah, I, 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 you, you see their disappointment. They're surprised. They're discouraged. You're tricking them. And then all of a sudden they open it up. They're like, ah, Ah, I knew and they're excited and they're and they're happy and you see that, that movement on their face. That's just an amazing. Uh, how many of you have ever asked God for something? And when you got it, it wasn't wrapped like you expected it to be. You asked God for something and it was wrapped wrong in your own opinion. It was wrapped wrong and you thought, man, this is not what I asked for, God. 2020, I didn't want a toaster. I didn't want a George Foreman grill. I didn't want to lose my job. I didn't want to go th- I didn't God, this isn't what I asked for God I don't understand God I asked for I asked for strength yeah yeah I I know I wrapped it in in hard difficult circumstances so that you could press through and and get stronger in your faith and I know it was wrapped in a fiery trial but but I wrapped it up like that so that you could get stronger God I, I asked for I asked for your love I asked for your love I know I wrapped it in betrayal so that you know what it's like to love you I wrapped it in, in letdown and disappointment so you'd know what it's like to love your enemies and those that don't like you and those that curse you, how to pray for them. I, I gave you my love. That's, that's my love. God, I, I asked for purpose. Yeah, yeah, I wrapped it in the loss of a job but because you're two steps away from your destiny and if you had stayed where you were, you would have never found it. God, I ask for joy. Yeah, yeah, I I wrapped it in discouragement and disappointment because you thought those things brought you joy and you were attached to them and so you never would have let go of them if you had never discovered that they were actually a disappointment so that you could find the joy of the Lord is actually your strength. I know you thought it was wrapped wrong and I know your face has been disappointed and I know you're freaking out right now, but I'm a good father. And if you'll just keep ripping through the wrapping, if you'll just keep digging through the packages, if you'll, if, you'll just, if you'll just keep getting to the bottom of the gift and going, God, what is inside of this? If you'll trust me, I've got something inside of this. What we do is we oftentimes look at the external circumstances and the external packaging all the time. We see it from the outside and we, and we think, you know what, this is wrapped wrong. Come on, Jesus, really? Like a baby wrapped in rags? Like, this is the answer to my problems. This is the solution to the world. This is the Savior of mankind. Like, really, Jesus? Like, you're wrapped in rags, born in a barn? Come on, God. Like, a baby usually brings more complications. <laughs> like, I got, I got, you know, burps and screams and cries and, and a baby? Come on, anybody? Like, you didn't make my life easier. You got really a baby? This is wrapped wrong, God. God, do you really care? Like, I'm going through this and I asked for this, but it doesn't look like the gift that I asked for. God, it's got to be wrapped wrong. He's saying, keep ripping through the wrapping. It's a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Rip through the wrapping. I know it doesn't look like what you thought it would be, but rip through they're rapping God, do you even care about me? I don't even know if you care. What happens is we begin to doubt God's care and His love for us. It shows on our face, it shows on our countenance, it shows as we open the gift, and do you, do you, this, isn't, this isn't what I expected or what I wanted. And we begin to question His love and care as a father. And I just want to encourage you today, come on, don't question His care don't question his care for you this year my kids whenever they would get hurt growing up or and 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 they would get in a dangerous circumstance or fall up their back or skin their their knees or their elbows or whatever well you know what I do I would come running as fast as I could I would run at them and run to them and and you know what they do if I didn't run fast enough you didn't care for me my God came running they're like not fast enough so what I do I came running faster And when I'd hear their cry and when I'd hear their concern, I would come running at them. And I'm just just here to tell you, listen, God knows everything you're going through. He knows your cares. He knows your concerns. He knows your fears. He knows your letdowns. He knows your joys. He knows what you've asked for. He knows the good gifts to put inside the wrapping. And I know the wrapping doesn't look right, but just because the wrapping's wrong doesn't mean the reward's not right. Just because everything going on around you and the exterior looks bad doesn't mean God's not still good. And I want to take a moment for, for, for a second and just worship. And I believe that, that heaven wants to come running to you. I believe that Jesus wants to come running to you today. I believe that whatever you're facing, whatever you've asked God for, that Christ right now in heaven, he's still running at his kids. He's still answering prayers. He's still getting up off the throne and praying God's will into our life. And that you and I would just take a minute as we worship. If you stand to your feet, we're just going to worship God for another minute. And as you do that, I believe right now, prophetically, that heaven is on the way. Heaven is coming into your life. Jesus is running after his kids right now. Father, keep coming into our life this morning. Here comes heaven. I believe that, that Jesus is on his way today. You can grab your seat. No matter what you're facing, that, that heaven is is still invading our life. The Holy Spirit is still invading this planet. We have some amazing prophecies and amazing announcements of Jesus' birth and and Luke that glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. But 700 years prior, there was a prophetic word from Isaiah in the middle of the darkest time in history. And he said, for unto us, a child is born. In Isaiah 9, 6, unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. Like, just think about that term and unto us. Several weeks ago, I was preaching a message about it's all about you and it's all about me and Christmas. And some young lady in here shouted, finally. <laughs> and I think we've forgotten that this season is about us, not the gifts and the and the commercialism, but it's about you and I. It's about what we're facing and what we're going through. It's about the, the pains and the joys and the wins and the defeats and he said, unto I, unto you, unto me, unto us. That Listen, that changes the game, guys. That changes the whole perspective of this thing called religion. That changes the whole the whole dialogue. Like it takes this God from me and this distant, detached God, this, this God of the galaxies, this creator of the cosmos, and it personalizes him. It personifies him. He's my God. He's, he's unto me, he's unto you. I know the wrapping doesn't look right, like, like from heaven's perspective, listen, from heaven's perspective, it looked beautiful. From heaven's perspective, it looked magnificent and spectacular. The the, the, the eternal one being birthed into time, the angels rejoicing, and glory to God in the highest. But from Earth's perspective, it was downright and dirty and lowly and scandalous. With rumor and and some stories about Mary and Joseph hanging in there. Come on, Joe. Joe about Miss Christmas, somebody. And he's like, okay, I believe you. From our perspective, it wasn't a great gift. It was, it was, it was really despicable. What did what did, what, did, God, what did, God, why did you come? doesn't look like a good gift wrapped like like you're a baby in rags like what God unto me unto us this is the answer this is the solution why did you come this way God why did you why did you show up like this God like why why is this the way you decided to come listen if you if I was coming to save the planet come on somebody I'd have been coming like Thor I'd have been Tony Stark I'd have had a suit. I'd have had, come on, I, I, if anybody else? If I knew I was coming to fight the devil and demon forces and destroy darkness and fight sin and save the planet, I'd have had some lightning bolts in my fingers or something, somebody. Ah, it'd have been some Star Wars stuff happening. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't have shown up as a baby wrapped in rags. I mean, I, I would have been like, I needed some, I needed some weapons. And, and God, why did, you, why did you come the way you came? Was it to save the planet redeem mankind defeat the devil and to destroy darkness yeah 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 that was it but that wasn't the the main reason like that was a reason but i think he came the way he came to understand our perspective he wrapped himself up in our perspective he wrapped himself up in rags and he wrapped himself up in humanity he came to understand our perspective he came because he wanted to know what it was like to be you. Listen, if eternity had ne- if eternity had never left eternity, he wouldn't understand tired, because he never sleeps nor slumbers. If he had never left heaven, he wouldn't have understood hungry. If he hadn't have left heaven, he would have never understood tempted. He couldn't he couldn't know temptation until he was tempted. He wouldn't have known pain and and hurt and, and joy and and all. I, I know that those are emotions that he created, but he wouldn't have known them in the physical. He wouldn't have known them the way you know them. Listen to me. True love wants to know your perspective. If he wanted to defeat, to defeat the devil and be God of the galaxies, he could have done that with the snap of a finger. <laughs> Come on, that's another Marvel reference. It, you know, but that's not the only reason. Like He wanted to know what it was like to be you. He wanted to know what it was like to be me. He wanted to know the pain that we go through and the mess that we might find ourselves in today and... No matter what circumstance or situation, what he's saying to you and I is, I understand. We love reality shows. Come on, any reality show people? Yeah. You can admit it, you can admit it in church. Come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna date my, my age here. Lifestyles of the rich and famous with Robin Leeds. Come on, anybody. Yeah. Yeah, we used to watch that. That went from that to cribs, right? That's the modern version. And then from Cribs to Kardashians, right? So, so there's, there's, there's reality shows. And we, we love other people's realities. There's, there's cops and there's hoarders. And there's, there's my 600-pound life. And there's intervention. And, there, and there, there's Gold Rush. And there, we love all these shows because we like other people's realities, good and bad. It's something in us that wants to see another reality. Jesus came to relate to your reality. He came to understand unto me, unto us, unto you. A son is given, a child is born. Listen, he's not just God of the galaxies today. He's yours, he's mine, and he knows exactly what you're going through and he knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what you need. And sometimes we make him so distant and so detached and you can't understand what I'm facing, God. This is not a good gift. And if you were God, it'd be a different gift. He's saying, I know exactly what you need. We've got communion under our seats today. I thought it would be appropriate for us to take it as a family together. If you just reach under your seat, we're just going to celebrate that he knows us and that he knows what we need. We're going to celebrate that he decided to give his life because of what we need. Just You can go ahead and open it up, but don't take it quite yet. I want to pray over it. I think it's such a, a beautiful example that he came from heaven so he could relate to you and I. You might feel like today, you know what, God, you can't. I, I've been going through this for years. I, I don't, it doesn't seem like it's going to change. But can I tell you, he knows. And he's been through it and he can relate to it. And he's your God. And he knows what you're facing and he knows how to fix it. And communion, what you're about to take, the Bible says, as often as you do this, remember me. Remember me. Remember me. Put me back together again, Jesus says. Remember me. Put, put me back together in your life again. Like, remember me. like Like, take the take the covenant meal and remember me. As we do it, the the cup, the the blood, the sacrifice, it's just a picture of him giving his his blood, shedding his blood so that all of our sin, listen to me, all of our mistakes and sins and failures, they couldn't be washed without blood. And he said, I did it. I I took care of it. I I actually cleansed your conscience from dead works, so that you could serve the living God. And today as we pray over the cup and take the cup together. I just want you to know that he knows what you've been through and he knows what you need and he's running to you. Father, thank you so much for your, your cup. We, we thank you that you gave your blood. You could have saved the planet with one drop. You could have done it from heaven. You could have done it from, from your throne. You could have done it as a baby. You could have done it, Lord, but you decided to, to live and to relate to us and to know our reality. And the Lord, when no one else knows the pain of what we're in or no one else understands or no one else gets it, true love wants our perspective. And thank you for shedding your blood, not just not just knowing our perspective, but doing something about it. Lord, we thank you for this the, the sacrifice for sin. And we just partake of the cup today. Come on, you may take the cup. Let's take that together. I just think sometimes in... Think about it in marriage, you can can fight to be right or you can fight to be known. And I think a lot of times we fight to be right. And do you know that Jesus fought to be known? He fought on a cross for hours and decided to be known that way. He fought to know you and to be known. And I think true love, true love wants your perspective. I know a lot of times I'm not good at it, like I want my perspective. But he decided to want your perspective. He gave his body, the bread symbolizes his body and given his body, he said, I wanna give my body to be broken for you. It's gonna be broken into pieces because I know that your brokenness needs put back together again. And so I wanna encourage you today, the answer to what you need in sickness, uh, Satan had twin evils, sin and sickness. And so God on the covenant meal had twin answers, the blood and the body. And so, so he answered our, our sin issue and he answered our sickness issue, sickness in our body, sickness in our health, sickness in our mind, sickness in our thoughts. Come on, somebody. If you're human, you know your thoughts are sick. And he answered those thoughts and he answered those pains and he answered those soul cries with his body. He said, I'm going to be torn to pieces so that you can be put together. So as we partake of his body today, know that he was ripped into so that you could be whole. Father, thank you for your body. Thank you that you came to know our perspective, that you fought to know us, fought to know our pain and our trauma and our depressions and our turmoil. And and there's there's such a joyous season in Christmas, but but Lord, there's so much pain and trauma and things on this planet we've all experienced. And so so God, again today, we just remember that your body was the answer. Your body was the solution. The tearing of your body was the solution to put the house together, the body together, the church together, uh, races together, individuals together souls together marriages together oh god thank you for putting us together Lord we surrender to you today and we believe that you're still working through your body We thank you for your body in Jesus name let's take the bread Lord we have 10,000 reasons to praise you Lord hallelujah here on this planet lord we we thank you for every good gift this year Lord, 10,000 praises to your name. Hallelujah, the same word in every language, 10,000 praises to your name. Lord, going into this season, we praise you. Going into Christmas, we praise you. Going into pains, we praise you. Going into trials, we praise you. Going into joy, we praise you, Lord. We just praise you, God. We thank you. You gave yourself. You gave your life, Lord. We have no choice but to praise you from here below. Isaiah 9, chapter 2 says that those that, Isaiah 9, verse 2 says, those that, those that walk in darkness shall see a great light. Listen, I know this year has been dark for some people. Come on, I, I know this is a different type of Christmas for a lot of people. This is a different type of year. still facing those things and says, for those that walk in darkness, we'll see a great light. Those that live in the land of deep darkness, listen to me, it goes from darkness to deep darkness. Sometimes it goes from dark to dark, darker sometimes. But Isaiah makes this promise and he says, even though the wrapping looks wrong, even though that it doesn't make sense, even though that you're being decimated by some things, he's talking to God's people. He goes, even though it looks dark, there's going to be a great light. There's a promise of a child, of a light, of a son being born that's going to run to you and I because he cares. It's going to relate to our reality because he wants to know you. And that this light will shine. I don't know about you, but I need light. Come on, I think sometimes we take light for granted. Anybody? We take sight for granted. We take light for granted. I got a, I got a, a, a bathroom off of our bedroom where... At night, I think I can make it in the dark. Anybody, I think I can navigate the room in the dark. I try to go get a drink of water. I do it without light. Anybody, who who thinks... And, and here's how I do it. I wake up and, and I, I try to go to the bathroom and I go slowly. I, I make a conscious decision not to grab my phone. I don't want to wake my wife up, so I don't use the light there, but I make a conscious decision. Not, I've got a little phone there. I could use that light. I know to, I know where the bathroom is. I lived there for four years. I, I know the surroundings. I know where the dresser is. I know where the bed is. I know the turns. And so, so as I go to walk that way, I begin to, because I'm a little disoriented, you know what I'm saying? And you're going slow and you're walking slow and you're putting your hands out and you're being careful and you're making it to the water or to the bathroom or whatever whatever you're going to kind of do, you're, you're a little bit cautious. You're a little bit guarded. And every time I walk back to the bed, five out of 10 times, whack! Ah! Ah! The corner of my baseboard on my bed is so sharp. And every, five out of 10 times, it gets me right in the quad, right there deep in the quad. It goes right to the bone. And I'm just like paralyzed. I'm like, oh! Certain words come out sometimes. Other times they don't. And I'm like, Ah! Oh. Oh, God, I feel so stupid. Like, God,' oh, that's so dumb. i I just did it again. Five out of 10 times, I did it again. And I keep trying to do it in the dark. <laughs> and the reason I walk cautious and, 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 and careful and guarded is because I've hit it five out of 10 times and I know I'm probably going to hit it again. What's happening is I'm trying to navigate my natural surroundings without light. I've gotten familiar with my natural setting and I think I don't need light to navigate it. Many of you have gotten familiar with your natural setting and you think you don't need light to navigate it. And you're walking around with a hurt leg or a limp or guarded or cautious or careful this year and I don't know and and you've been hurt and you've hit your leg five times and you feel stupid like I know I can navigate this room. I've been in this relationship. I know I can navigate this job. I know I can navigate this marriage. I know I can navigate this. I've been doing this and you keep getting hurt because you've gotten familiar so you're navigating the normal without the light of God and we cannot navigate anything on this planet without His light unto us a light is given a sun is given it might not look like it's wrapped right keep ripping through the wrapping keep ripping through whatever it is that looks like a gift that you didn't order God I didn't ask for the George Foreman grill I wanted Yeezys. Keep on digging. Keep on ripping. We've prepared a couple tables here today on the sides of the auditorium. There's a candle in the middle. Some of our team's gonna light the candle. And this is what I just wanna do just for a moment. I don't know, maybe you're here for the first time. Maybe you're hearing about God or Jesus and him wanting to actually know you. Maybe you've known religion and you're like, you know what, I, I just want that relationship. I want, I need Jesus. I need a fresh start with God every week we give people an opportunity to make a fresh start with God. Maybe some of you, listen to me, maybe some of you are here and you just need some light on it. You need God to shed some light on it. You ever hear that statement, shed some light on it? You know what that means? Give me some better understanding, shed some light on it. And and many of you are opening up some gifts this year and you've gone through some things this year and you're like, I don't understand it. And you just need God to shed some light on it. And so as we have these tables, go ahead and light these, these candles if you can. As we light these candles in the middle, I've got a couple guys that are gonna do that for me. As we light these candles, as these these light up, listen to me. I'm going to ask you just by a step of faith today at Christmas, going out of 2021, going out of 2020, I'm already got us through 2021, going out of 2020, maybe you need some light and a fresh start with God. Maybe, maybe you need fresh perspective on a situation that you thought was wrapped wrong. God, I need perspective. I need light. You're not going to take the light back to your seat. You're just going to, there's just some candles there. You're just going to light it and leave it on the table there. Just a, just a prophetic declaration. I need light. Listen to me. Maybe you're believing for somebody that needs light in their life. These are socially distanced tables. We're going to make a safe line. If you, if you're believing for somebody that needs light in their life and you're like, you know what? I'm going to stand in the gap. I need to light up some stuff for somebody else. I've been believing to see the light of Christ in their life. Come on. He is the light of the world. And this is what I'm just going to ask you to do as we go back into one more moment of worship, just to slip out of the middle. Come down the middle aisle, light one of these candles and you can slip back out around the side walls on the auditorium. So just come down the middle and go out the side. We're going to worship God. If you need light, if you need God to put some light on it, shed some perspective. If you've been getting hurt in certain areas, you're like, you know what? I don't want to navigate in the dark anymore. Or maybe you just need a fresh start with God. Would you just be bold enough to slip down here and say, you know what? I'm going to light up a light right now, God. We're going to sing Anya's Day. And that means Lamb of God in Latin. It's the Lamb of God. He is the light of the world. Come on, let's worship God and be bold enough to say, you know what, God, I need a little light this year. You're so worthy, God. Lord, we worship you today. We thank you for every single light that is lit up right now, God. Lord, we thank you that you said a great light would shine in darkness. And no matter what it's been wrapped like this year, God, we know you are still good. No matter what we ask for, you know the best gifts to give. And Lord, I thank you for the greatest gift of light, your Son, your, the Savior, Lord. I know that you decided to come and give us light in dark moments. So today, Lord, if anybody's felt like they might've lost Christmas, we know where we've left it. It's the light of God. It's the light that entered the world. You said that your light has entered the world. And darkness could not overtake it. And so we just declare today as your people, we lit up lights, we lit candles declaring the darkness cannot overtake my family, the darkness cannot overtake my year, the darkness cannot overtake my finances, my mind, my children, my relationships. We declare it, God. We got perspective and light. You win, Jesus. We give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's give God praise. Look at the light of God on these tables. Come on, that's people saying, yes, every light represents a story. Can you give him a little better praise than that? Come on, look at that. He is worthy. That right there is joy to the world. Come on, let's sing joy to the world together. Come on, that's the joy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have an amazing new year. We love you so much. Merry Christmas. We love you. Have a great, great year. Listen, no service next Sunday morning. Next Sunday night encounter. Have an awesome week. Merry Christmas. Come on, we love you. It's going to be a gooder year in 2021. In Jesus' name, have an awesome Christmas.